Shut the motherfuck up, guys. It is November. It's Friday. It's a little bit later in the week than we usually record, but we, you know what? Fuck a schedule. That's what we'll I say. We'll record when we want to record. And you, you can't make us. You can't hold me to. I don't get paid for this. No. This is free work. And it's not really work, but it's free. And, and I do several it times a year, we pay stuff. And my spare time is uh, different each week. I don't have a set spare time. So go fuck yourself. And we pay money to provide you this lasting entertainment. Nah, my tax guy writes it off, but I'm pretty sure he's breaking laws and I'm going to get arrested for it eventually. So either way. <laughs> you can't, I don't think you can if it's your tax guy doing it. I don't know. I, I just feel like we go to a tax <clears> guy that's. Might not even be a tax guy. I'm not He's sure. He's got a license. I've never seen it. Uh, I haven't either. But <laughs> I could tell you a lot of things, buddy. That doesn't mean well, I'll it's tell real. You what, if our tax guy ever gets uh, in trouble and I end up having to pay money, I'm going to punch uh, Brian Sebastian in the dick. Yeah, the most days I want to punch Brian Sebastian in the dick anyways. And, it, you know, it's surprising that Brian can go through every day of his life without getting punched in the dick at least once that day because he's a peckerhead. And most people want to punch Brian in the dick. I think he enjoys that he's like that. But either way, yeah, fuck you, Brian, if I ever get arrested. and um, I, I just don't see it happening because I don't, I'm not getting these monumental tax returns. They're slightly higher than if I did it on H&R I've got some pretty big ones back, all right? Um, but the thing that rules and regs have changed over the I last don't fucking know. Why do I look years? like a scientist? I don't know the fucking rules. Is that science? I don't know. I find new <laughs> things out every week. You know, like uh, last week I found out, do you know what a booster is? Yes. Okay, you know this because of the recent The same source as you, yeah. Right. I didn't know. All right, white people. When you guys hear the word booster... Most of the time, what what did you originally think when you heard that? He's a booster. Uh, somebody who supports something. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, cool. Is he giving money to UC? Yeah. Like, is he giving money to Xavier? Or his high school? Or, or whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. I figured it was some kind of booster for school sports. A lot of times that's what it yeah. is. You know, that's not a job. That's like a donation. That's not a Could job. Could have also been somebody who goes around and uh, for a living and jumpstarts people's cars. When okay. Maybe. I might go there. I probably had to be super ill. That would be like the hillbilly way to think yeah. of it. You hear that, you're like, oh, man, I had boosted someone's car the other day. Got it right out of that shell station. Hell yeah. <laughs> no. In the black community, apparently. <laughs> not apparently. This is, yeah, not apparently. This is a thing. And, and it's funny. Every single black person I've spoke to outside of my wife who didn't grow up in that community knew what this job was and laughed at me for not knowing. Yeah. All of them laughed at me. A booster is someone who goes to their local Dillard's or JCPenney or whatever, probably Target. not, yeah, anywhere. Target's a big one. Yeah, apparently. anywhere, and steals whatever you need. Say, hey, I need a Jordan sweatsuit. Can you get it for me? It's $190 at Dillard's. He'll get it for you for $150. Have it for you the next day. What size you need? Yeah. No big deal. This is a job. They just go... Listen, guys. And it's funny that they actually give themselves a title. They're not boosters. Those are thieves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are thieves. Like, that's, that's all a, it is. That's a funny thing. Uh, and they act like it's this like prestigious thing. Like there's a 401k plan. Well, what's, the, what's their health benefits? It reminds, me of, it reminds me of the drug dealer that says he's in pharmaceutical sales. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. I sell pharmaceuticals. <laughs> what's the name of your company? Uh, it's a Lexus that I drive, <laughs> or drive around. Todd's drugs. But the thing about a booster is apparently from what I, I researched it a little too with the same person mm -hmm. and a couple other black friends that I have, you can just tell them anything you want. Yeah, you need some hey, perfume, you need yeah. some cologne. Uh, and it's like it's like red from Shawshank Redemption. The risk goes up, the price goes up. If you were to say you need an electronic, yeah. 
He's got to really come up with a clever way to get it out of the case or do whatever. <laughs> Electronics are hard. Wow. But if you say, hey, I need to, hey, do me a favor. Go in there and steal me. Uh, I need 50 pack of uh, Pampers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay $80, so he'll give it to you for 50 or something. Hey, you know like what? That. I, that's Robin Hood. If, if, if they're doing it for Pampers and shit like that, people can't afford that kind of stuff, and they're stealing that from these big corporations and, and selling it to poor people very cheap, good for them. I like a booster. What if it's not? What if it's not a poor person? They just don't want to pay eighty bucks. Ah, fuck them anyways. But uh, <laughs> but clothes and stuff like that. It's, yeah, I need shoes. You're just a thief. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck about Dillard's. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm sure they fucked some people wherever to get where they are. No, but let's face it, and this is true. No matter how you fucking slice it, this is not a fucking white person or Republican uh, way of thinking. Theft goes up, your price goes up yeah. when you go to buy stuff. It does possibly. And theft would have to be pretty fucking high to affect that. Well, the if Booster's thing. an actual job title, there's probably a few of them out there. There's a few, but I don't think enough to make a dent. You know, <laughs> that, that theft's always a part. They budget theft into every a, budget a for this kind of place. But here's the thing. Booster jobs aren't going to last forever. Everything's no. going online. The online, you can't boost from Amazon. Or can you? You can porch pirate. Yeah, you can porch pirate, I, I guess. guarantee those porch But it's pirates. harder to pick out what you need. Well, yeah, but I think what the porch pirates do is they... Take whatever, and then they resell them on like Facebook Marketplace For sure. or whatever. That's exactly what they do. But it, it would, it's a different business model than the booster. Where, oh yeah, where you're actually requesting things. Yeah. And uh, someone showed me this person's Facebook page, and that's all it is: is like all the outfits that he has. You know, Jordans size seven, blah blah blah, kids' clothes and everything. <laughs> but what about this though? Think about this now. Uh, you know, I think of something that think, hey, I'm the first one to think of it, and I find out it's out there already. Mm-hmm. What if, let's say, you were in with the booster and you ordered specifically requested items from Amazon, he boosted them from your fucking porch, and then you tell Amazon, I didn't get it, and they give you a refund? Yeah, you can do that, but you can only do it once or twice. After a few, well, yeah, they're not going to do it. If he uses 20 people to do it. Yeah, you could hit different ways doing it that way. Yeah. Hey, well, What order- do I need him for? You could just say you didn't get them. They, they can't prove anything. Well, a lot of times they'll take a picture of it at your doorstep. Well, and I think if they take a picture of it, they're... The delivery guy's off the hook. Well, Amazon's not. I, I think even Amazon might be off the hook. If but they Amazon wanna be, they just don't, gives it to you anyway. They do because they're worth $30 trillion. But I, I think they are technically off the hook at that point. Well, That's they why proved they that it. it was delivered. That's why they do it. And after that, it's your problem for not being And not only that, you can request any item signature required. I have to every time unclick the keyed entry thing. Otherwise, they're going to come in this garage and just leave it there because they have my garage code somehow. Well, I imagine you could take that out of their system. I don't know. I tried. It didn't work. Really? Yeah, Bezos like, fuck you. I'll come in your garage when I want to. So uh, the other day, I'm just I'm looking through my uh, Capital One credit card app mm-hmm. because somebody told me that a lot of these credit card companies will have pre-sale ticket codes. Yeah, Capital One usually always does. Yeah, but for the concert I was looking for, they didn't. That was a Citibank deal. Mm-hmm. So one card I don't have is Citibank. So I'm looking through there, and it says, hey, credit profile. And I'm like, well, what is this? It's called Credit Wise or something like that. Yeah. And it tells me, hey, you know, here, you, you, you your line increased here. You went down here, whatever. And then at the bottom of it, it says, your, your social security number and email were found on the dark web. Oh, the dark web. There's, yeah. a, there's a Chris T's out there, huh? Yeah, on the dark web. Cool. So I'm sitting here thinking, well, all my credit card companies 
have fraud protection. You know, it's like if anybody wants to buy something. I, I Just your name them. and your social? That's what it said. I figured that's easy to get. I think it is, too. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. But And, and that was back in August of 21 or mm-hmm. whatever. So, I mean, nothing. I haven't been defrauded or anything. But it's fucking scary to know that it's out you there. You got a credit card account, though, don't you? I have a credit card account. Yeah, they'll send you a thing if you ever have anything open. I mean, so you would know right away. It'd yeah. Be like, did you open this MasterCard, blah, blah, blah? And obviously, if you didn't, you'd go, fuck, no, I didn't. And you'd yeah. get it straightened out. So they got pretty easy and cheap protections for that kind of shit these days. So I'm not as worried about it. But I'm not worried about it because my credit score is like 580. Good luck, buddy. Like, uh, all you're going to do, and you make, you might make my credit score worse by trying to apply for shit and getting denied. And then it gets more entries yeah. into that. But that don't affect you that much. You know? So good luck. I'm not a good... Not a good person to steal the identity of. <laughs> you guys can have it, all right? Yeah, I just think it's... I mean, I, I looked on this thing where you can literally type in someone's phone number. Mm-hmm. And their name will pop up everywhere they've ever lived. I mean, it's fucking... The shit's out there. I uh, You can find out anything about anyone. I got an email this week from the student loans people saying they're canceling my student loans for ITT Tech that I went to. Why? Because ITT Tech was a bullshit school, so they're canceling everyone's student loans for it. ITT Tech was one of the biggest fucking commercial schools growing up. When yeah, I was but it a was kid. bullshit. You know, it didn't yeah. do anything for you. Yeah, and I I went to it for only a quarter, I believe. And I <laughs> this place is full of retards. I'm getting out of here. Did you ever go to Trump University or anything like nah, that? No, they were too far away. <laughs> I probably would have, but they were in town. I had every other place in town. I think that's why I went to IT Tech. It's like, hey, I'm out of schools in Cincinnati. Uh, what were you doing at ITT Tech? Kind of uh, radio thing. repair? Nah, it's like I could be like computer networking. I was like, hey, maybe I'll get do that. And I was young, just searching for something. Who fucking knows? And you're in there with Billy Bob, who finished the, th- the third grade? No, not really Billy Bob. It wasn't hillbillies and shit. It, and it wasn't even that the other people were in it were dumb. I mean, I'm sure I didn't talk to them enough to find out. It was the shit they were teaching me. Yeah. Like, go to the computer, hit the start tab. That's how you start up Windows. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing? You're teaching me how to turn a computer on or how to plug a monitor into a thing. You know, it's like yeah. retard shit. Who doesn't know that? Maybe you have this class for like 50-year-olds that have never seen a computer. Or, or at that time, like 67-year-olds. Like old people, my grandparents maybe need yeah. that class. I don't need that class. I grew up with them. So, and then the math class was, you know, 25 times 28. Like, this is college? This is, well, kind of college. This is literally shit that you I know, did the in other, third grade. About a week ago, I was sitting there watching TV, and um, this fucking commercial came on. And I'm going to say right off the bat, I am all for anybody advancing themselves, doing anything they want to do. Yeah, cool. I'm all for it. You want to go uh, online college? I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. But they had this fucking New Hampshire University commercial come on where all these people were sitting by their mailboxes waiting for their fucking degrees to show up. And this little Mexican dude starts crying and he, Edward G. Spanish, I did it. And I I sit there laughing my ass off because I'm like, cool, you did it. Fuck off. You know? <laughs> now what? Eduardo D. Suarez. I did it. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> New the Hampshire University. New Hampshire University. And it doesn't really fucking matter. It used to, the yeah, online really the online school used to be something that everybody went to. It and was now, Phoenix Online for a long University time. University of Phoenix. Yeah, that University was, was Phoenix was the biggest one. And now the biggest one, apparently, is Arizona State Online. Is there actually a University of Phoenix? Yeah, there actually like, is. Is it, is it like just a small community college it's a or small, a decent size It's school? a small technical. It was a time when I lived there. It was a technical school. Okay. But they taught you a whole. It was like it was vocational. But it's weird that the University of Phoenix is the one that really caught on for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, and it was, was everywhere. It was definitely a real school. But yeah. it, to my knowledge, there was only the one branch of it. I signed up for it. 
I never went through. I don't think I ever took a class or anything like that, but I did go through the beginning processes of it. Yeah. And then I just the more I looked into, I just couldn't decide if it was real or not. You know? It is real. I mean, I know it's real as in you can do it, but like, does it mean anything when it's you mean all like said and done? Like, if they looked at a job person, looked yes. at your degree and said, "University, fuck off." You <laughs> exactly. Know what I mean? But at, at, like you said, a lot of times with these degrees, unless you're going for a very particular job, if you're just in the general workforce, all they want to know is you have a degree. They don't yeah. give a fuck what it's about. That's they don't exactly do anything. right. And, and it's because, to be fair, a degree does prove, if nothing else, that you can show up and do something and, com- and, right. and complete your work for four years. And nowadays, it is different. When you sign up to these online colleges and universities, you actually have to attend class. There's a camera on your fucking computer. Mm-hmm. The professor has to see that you're there. Yeah. It's just like Real school, you know? For the most part. But University of Phoenix was different. They like, okay, I signed up. Bam, here's the syllabus. Have all this shit done. Yeah. Whenever you do it, we don't care. Just have it done. Well, in a regular school, you can't go like this and then do a big line of coke. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I know because somebody, I, I know a lot of people in the last 10 years that have gone through online universities. Yeah. It's like they don't answer their phone. Hey, I'm in class right now, but you're sitting there and in the corner, there's 80 other fucking people, you know, mm-hmm. they are taking this biology class or whatever the fuck you're doing. I couldn't but, do it. But, I mean, at least it counts now. I guess. Uh, e- either way, I'm just glad that I don't have to pay fucking student loans on some bullshit. Hey, since uh, I spoke about Arizona, my asshole of the week's from Arizona, and I know you have an asshole of the week, so why don't we asshole it up here real quick? Okay. <laughs> Hey, before you uh, what do you start think your... of that, Shingo? <coughs> How do we know what camera that is? I think it's a dead camera. All right, tell me about Carrie Lake because I know where you're going. Oh yeah, my ass all the weeks, <laughs> Carrie Lake. I mean, because how could it not be? Right. Fucking Carrie Lake. All right, she's out there running for governor of um, of uh, Arizona. Arizona. And she lost. I mean, she was a big Trumper. She was an election denialist. And now she is denying the election in her spot. She's suing and doing all sorts of other things. I guess they had some problems with the machines for the first three hours. They did. But everybody apparently still got the vote. They just didn't use the machine. They did it a different way or something right. like that. So there was no real issue. It just was a perceived issue, kind of. And, and it was a pain in the ass. But in the end, everything got done. She lost. She's a Trumper, so she can't accept life. You know, and the fact that people just aren't into them, especially as much as they used to be. Uh, he did have his, his time, but I, I think Trump's time's done, and people that are following him are, are finding out that it's not working out for you. Because Arizona, as a whole, did go Republican. Um, they uh, It was always a red state. Well, always. Uh, they carried it uh, blue last year, though. Or yeah, Biden but I'm saying when it. I grew up, it was flaming red. For sure. Yeah. yeah it was McCain. Sure. and uh, But that's McCain. the thing. And, and that's the, the part about Carrie Lake that makes her the extra asshole. Because this dumb bitch not only is full-on Trumper, she comes out in Arizona and trashes McCain the whole campaign. I know. The whole campaign. She said, <laughs> there sure are a lot of losers from Arizona, aren't they? When she's talking about McCain and yeah. then just trashing the rest of the state, too. I know. That doesn't fly there. All right? That might fly to, to Mississippi Republicans, the Florida Republicans. That doesn't fly in Arizona. You don't trash McCain. You don't trash or, McCain. Or Goldwater, for that matter. It's just, it's a very moderate Republican state. It's it is. Not, I mean, it was. it's always been a red state, but not like a Trump red state. Right. You know what I mean? Not like the Alabama red state. Right. It was a different kind of red. It was a conservative. I was very shocked at how many friends I went to high school with were on mm-hmm. their fucking 
doing the Trump shit. I can't believe this bullshit. Carrie Lake lost her. She was a fucking anchor person. Mm-hmm. Nine, I think 90% of uh, of politicians, now it might be different these days, were lawyers coming no, out. She was a Democrat up until Trump. I know. I mean, she was. And her whole campaign was doing nothing but butchering people, not telling you what she wanted to do with the state, not giving you her platform, was just, this fucker sucks. This guy's an idiot. This guy's a fucking moron. Vote for me. Oh, she went for the whole Trump thing. Yeah. But listen, he got away with it. Because he's really good at it. Everybody else isn't, and you can't take him as serious. That's the one thing about Trump. He's flip-flopped on every issue in the world, but he's always been Trump, you know, and just a dismissive, rich fucking asshole that thinks he's the best at everything else and everybody else sucks. So when he comes out and says that shit, you believe it. You know, you go, well, maybe you don't believe that he's the best or anything, but you believe that he thinks that. With her, you never believe for a second that she said anything that mattered. She was just a fucking tool. She was J.D. Vance with, with a bigger, dumb mouth. Yeah. At least Vance knew to shut the fuck up. Once he got that nomination for the Republicans, you didn't really hear much out of him no. after that. You know what I mean? You didn't all of hear a sudden, his, his commercial- I hate Mexican commercials yeah, and all his, that, yeah. Those original commercials disappeared. He did that just to get the nomination because he needed to do that to appeal to Ohio he Republicans. He needed to get his name out there. And, and then after he got the nomination, he kind of sh- shut the fuck up and just became an everyday Republican. Uh, she did not do that. She made an ass of herself, and she ma- she's making an asshole out of that whole state, or at least the people that voted for her. So she is and, my and asshole the one thing, of the week. And and I don't and it's a great one. And the one thing I have to say about JD Vance that I can say is, I mean, I'm not a JD Vance guy. Fuck him, weirdo no. asshole. But he did act politically. He's normal. Yeah, he, he was normal. normal after a while. And you know, know hey, you know. Thanks for the great race. You know, I mm-hmm. wish you luck in the future. All that shit. That's something that Trump would never do. If Trump beats you, he's going to step on you when you're down. But Yeah, but that's his persona. I yeah. mean, you can't steal another man's persona and expect us to take it serious. No, you can't. All and right, I, so here's mine. And I and hear me out, people. And I'm pointing at you. My asshole of the week is Taylor Swift. Yeah. And here's where I'm going. Um, mm-hmm. I think when you're uh, – if you're a band that's semi, semi-popular – and you've got a couple good hit albums out. You pretty much are just, you're kind of doing what the label tells you. You're doing what the management company tells you. When you're a huge giant star like Taylor Swift is, you have a say in the setting of those ticket prices. Okay. This cunt is playing the stadium. Okay. Two days, not one, two days. And this is just our city. The face value on that on the on the tickets on the average ticket I'm saying average was around three hundred dollars. Okay, <coughs> after the fees at Ticketmaster because I have a friend who bought some, they were three hundred and sixty dollars each. How fucking greedy do you have to be? I do not want to see your fucking blonde head out there saying, "Oh, look at me, what a fucking great person I am." You're a pirate. <coughs> You're a fucking thief and a pirate, and you're fucking stealing people's fucking money. You're not that good. Your songs are fucking bubblegummy about your boyfriend breaking up with you. But the whole point is, is. you take someone like Prince, okay? Prince never, ever sold a ticket over like $25 or $50. He set the price. I want people to be able to afford to see me. Now, granted, the pirates, the fucking ticket scalpers, they grabbed them all up and they sold them for hundreds. Mm -hmm. But at least he did his part and said, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm making plenty of money. I'm not going to rob these people. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift has a say in those ticket prices. And- with a stadium that size, and she's asking that kind of fucking money, fuck you. You are my asshole of the fuck. You could be the asshole of the year. No, I agree. Taylor Swift's an asshole. That asking that kind of money for those tickets is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Now I like 
I said when you said the price of those tickets, $300 for the cheap seats or, or whatever. I don't think anyone's worth that money. But let's say somehow the Beatles were all still alive and they hadn't played together in 40 years and they re- did a reunion to a tour. Zeppelin. O- okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somehow original Zeppelin could play. You know, right. fucking, you know, there's a few, but it's so few. And Taylor Swift is not one. No. If, you know, if she's, got, she's young. The she can tour next year. She she doesn't. And she will. And she will. And she will oversell, overprice her fucking merchandise, her fucking downloads oh, are fucking more expensive. You ain't getting expensive. a t-shirt for cheaper than 50 bucks. No way. At that show. This girl is a fucking pirate. And, and she puts on this persona like, look, I'm this innocent little thing. Uh, and look at me, I love everybody. Yeah, everybody cunt. loves me. She's a cunt. I, you know, I, like I said, I've seen Taylor Swift live before. She was part of a festival that I was forced to go to against my will. It was awful festival, and out of everyone that was awful, she stood out as extra awful. Yeah. Because it was so vapid. Now, granted, this was ten years ago, and I know Taylor. Her music, music hasn't changed. It's still bubblegummy, but it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more adult, I guess. Yeah. But either way, it still sucks. Yeah. But it wasn't the music that sucked. It was her in between the songs that sucked. She would prance across the stage and strike like a pose and try to say something like intelligent that just sounded awful. Yeah. All women are angels. And then she would strike a pose and the whole fucking audience would cheer. And the whole time, I was, what the fuck is this? Yeah. This is hero worship. This bitch isn't saying anything. It makes no sense why all these idiots are screaming. I just don't get it. I, I don't now, get do it. you know why I was fucking so against that movie, Amsterdam? Because I don't like her. Yeah. And the thing about it is... I if, heard she gets killed in the first scene or some shit like good. that. Good. Yeah, so you get rid of her quick. I but the thing about it is, if she... The size of star that she is, she could have said, hey, no, 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 we're not going over $100 on these tickets. Yes. They would have said, okay. It's one of the only things I respect about Kid Rock. Yeah. He does that shit still. I think his price was like 25 I, He might not still do it. And granted, you know, it, they're probably also paying more money nowadays for the other shit, you know, yeah. the, that you got to pay for. To get I realize they've got 10 semis full of fucking gear. No, I re- realize that the lights are expensive and I realize that the roadies are expensive and the agent takes 10%. And I realize everybody gets a piece. Yeah. But the bottom line is I don't see her walking away from Cincinnati with less than 40 or 50 million fucking dollars. I, my estimation is right around 2030, but either way. That's ridiculous. For in two one, days. For two days. Or, and then she's going to go to Chicago and do it for three days. And then mm-hmm. she's going to go somewhere else and do it for three days. probably making even more in Chicago. Yeah. And then you know what she's going to say? Hey, it's going to be on fucking TMZ. Hey, guess what? Taylor Swift gave $100,000 today to uh, St. Jude's Cancer oh, Hospital. You gave oh. away You gave away one row of seats, bitch. That's what you gave away. One row of fucking seats. That's what you gave away. Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody tell me, oh, she's a good person. She's not a good person. She's a pirate and she's fucking raping people right before Christmas. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck everyone there. Fuck Ticketmaster also. Ticketmaster knows that they have a monopoly at this point on tickets. You have to go through Ticketmaster. You got no choice. They're charging $60, $70 for fees on tickets like this. Right. Fees for what? Printing out the fucking ticket? Go fuck yourself, Ticketmaster. Transferring it to you. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. They need to be taken down. It's embarrassing that we have to go through Ticketmaster for everything. And then, on top of Ticketmaster, next fuck you goes out to the scalpers who are buying these $300 seats and selling them for fucking $1,000 or so, which is another absolutely fucking ridiculous thing. And all this somehow needs stopped. When is the show in Cincinnati, this Taylor Swift debacle? I don't know. Because I'm looking at my preferred... 
ticket outlet. If I if I have to buy like sports tickets or something, I go to uh, TickPick because TickPick don't have fees. Doesn't have any fees, but and that's why I love a secondhand market. Yeah. Okay. Here here's what I'm looking at. If you want to be on the floor for Taylor Swift, row 28 on the floor in Cincinnati, you're going to pay fifteen hundred and sixty four dollars <laughs> a ticket. If you want to be in the absolute nosebleeds, nosebleeds. Okay. You're going to pay $961. $961 to sit in the top of you won't Paul see Brown Stadium. Yeah. That's a giant stadium, fellas. That's the cheapest one on here. The cheapest and, nosebleed. And I hate to break it to everyone that's going to the show that maybe hasn't been to a stadium show. Even if Taylor Swift plays the best show ever, it's going to sound like shit. Right. All stadium shows sound like shit. You can't not make it sound like shit because the acoustics in the building, it's not the artist's fault. They're not meant for music. We've seen Paul McCartney down at Great American Ballpark. You hear you hear his songs twice. And as Chris said earlier, uh, when we were talking, you'll you'll see them hit the drum, and but you won't hear it for another two seconds. So right. it just the experience is fucking off. It's not cool. If you want to sit in the front row, Floor B, front row, $16,252 per ticket. I want to find the person that paid that. You're going to get some millionaire whose fucking little bubby gum, bubble gummy teenage daughter yeah, I guess. wants to go. You're gonna. These are going to sell. Oh, we know a, a, a millionaire that told, well, I don't know if he's a millionaire, but he has a decent amount of money that told me that he paid a small fucking fortune to get him and his daughter's tickets. Or him and his wife and his daughter. They have tickets here behind the stage where you can't even see her because mm-hmm. the curtains are up and all that, $1,177. You might get a glance at her little skinny ass. When she walks to the left, you might see her from behind. Hey, and also, Taylor Swift's built like a boy. I don't understand the attraction to her either. I mean, I, like, I understand if, if you like her music, whatever, or any of that stuff, but the people that tell me that Taylor Swift's hot, no, she's not. The best deal it's offering you is the back of the bowl, but dead center. Mm-hmm. $1,129 a ticket. You're a fucking pirate. Yeah. I can see these tickets going for three or $400. There's 60,000 fucking people there. You're a fucking thief, in my opinion. I do not like Taylor Swift at all because of this shit. Now, I do like Pink. I heard she's coming. If her ticket prices are the same as this, I won't like her anymore. I don't think they're the same, but they're not cheap. Billy Joel. Yeah. It's playing with Stevie Nicks. Those tickets started uh, in good seats at $134. Billy Joel's a legend. She's not. Okay, yeah. you're talking about triple price for mm-hmm. an average seat to see Taylor Swift? And Stevie Nicks is opening up. I know. I mean, that's a big show. And I could have bought tickets on Ticketmaster that day for $134, and I'm on the lower bowl. I could have seen Billy Joel. I could have seen the sweat on his fucking head, mm-hmm. and it was a $134 ticket. Yeah, I have no interest in that one if I have to pay because, I again, I'll go on my rant about stadiums. I just hate stadium shows. They, it has to be someone that I'm never going to see again for me to pay exactly. for. Like, I had to see, I wanted to see Paul McCartney, and he's old, and I hadn't seen him. It's like, all right, I have to go to that yeah. just to knock it out. But it wasn't a good experience. I mean, outside of saying, hey, there's a fucking Beatle doing his jams, yeah. the, the, the sound was fucking awful. Yeah. So it was hard to enjoy, especially me as someone that's the sound snob when it comes to shit like that. And the thing about that so show Billy Joel, is, I've seen him. I'm not paying. Be prepared to pay $100 for a parking place. Yeah. Be prepared to pay $15 for a fucking beer. Yeah. That place holds like 100,000 And then people, be though. prepared to sit there for three fucking hours and not and sit in traffic trying to get home. Yeah. And while this bitch is getting on a chopper and flying to the fucking airport... 
and going on to her next city and sleeping in a fucking suite with her $30 million. Fuck you. You're a thief <laughs> and a pirate. Yeah, I agree. Fuck you, Taylor Swift. I was also thinking of that Billy Joel concert. It's like, I wouldn't mind seeing Stevie Nicks, but I'm not going out of my way ever to see I've Stevie seen Nicks. You know what I mean? I've seen her several times. She's from Phoenix. She did a okay. lot of those pop-up either, shows. Either way, I'm just saying, like, as far as me personally... If, he, if Stevie Nicks is coming around, I'm not paying to see Stevie Nicks. But if Stevie Nicks is the opener for someone I really like, it's yeah. like, oh, cool. Well, you plus, know, can... plus with Stevie Nicks, you're going to hear a fucking shit ton of Fleetwood Mac stuff that you haven't. Well, you that's know. what I mean. Like, I, and I'll take that as an opener that oh, hell comes yeah. along with someone, but I would never see her as the Yeah, because main... most openers suck. You, you, exactly. You, you're just sitting there, you're talking to your friends, and you're drinking, and you're up at the fucking snack bar. Or a lot, of bands, but a lot of these old bands don't even have an opener. You well, because a lot of these old bands will play for two hours. Yeah, I went and seen Yes, and they didn't have an opener. They didn't. Now they took three bricks, yeah. you know, because they're old. But well, they, they played... have so many tunes. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, it, I grew up in the punk rock world. There was three to four bands every single night you went and seen a concert. Yeah. You know, always at least three, but sometimes four, and then sometimes more. But that was like a normal thing. So when I finally started going to concerts that were, and even Riverbend concerts and shit like that, you go see a main act you can see the doobie brothers they're still gonna have deep purple open up for them and you know some shit like that so even those always had a full opening act and everything else but some right. of these coliseum shows don't they just go you know you probably it. don't want to like them you probably don't like them uh, but like you know me i can go to any concert and have a good time even if i'm not like them. i uh i can go to any concert i'm going to see seven dust yeah i hate seven dust see i don't uh, i like the energy they put out I'm i got not, i i like some of their tunes mm -hmm. but i i just i like the it, it, depending on what mood I'm in, I like that loud noise rock now, sometimes. I like Seven Dust. I don't know if it's the same band members because I don't all follow of them. them. They're all okay. the same. Well, when I was 17, I smoked a joint with Seven Dust. Didn't know it. Oh, did you really? I, I, yeah, I did not know what I was told later. They were at my drug dealer's house. How they ended up there, I don't know. He worked at Annie's, I think. We had connections there, so maybe they were playing. I don't know. Either way, I was at the house. These guys all walked in passing around joints hanging out blah 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 they leave someone says later like yeah we're gonna go watch them later i'm like watch who and they're like that oh, was seven dust I'm like, oh, okay you know, yeah like, same five I was, you know again i was in the punk music so seven dust never appealed to me especially when at that age <clears> of <throat> my it, they still don't appeal to me. see i don't think but, they're like musical geniuses or anything but i like the loud rock sound sometimes nah, I'm and just not into their sound and, and when's the last time seriously besides living color that there was a fucking hard rock band with a black singer you don't see it yeah yeah, I didn't. But Living Color, even though they were a hard rock band, their entire band was black. This is the front man, and this guy screams. And it, it, does he sound great? No. But like I said, sometimes I'm in the mood for something more mellow. Sometimes I'm in the mood for musical geniuses. I like the loud banging rock. Sometimes they were all real mellow when I met them. Yeah, they, they barely actually spoke. I guess because they really didn't know anybody there. Yeah, you know. A couple but no, I'm gonna go see him. I got tickets for it. Um, I, I saw him once, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. Not interested. Uh, Puddle of Mud's playing in Cincinnati tonight. I... You didn't like them when they came out? No. When they first came out? Why would I? Uh, when they first came out, uh, the first song they I'm came out was Control. I'm not in the radio rock, dude. You got to know that. I'm not in the radio rock. So, like, it just. But when it first came out, their first song was Control. I thought the lyrics were kind of fucking cool. I'm like, uh, you know, I like the guy's voice. I like his voice. I think his it's cool. His voice is all right. He has a yeah. scratchy voice. Yeah, and, and I like the scratchy they, voice. They were trying for a grunge thing, like, 10 years after grunge. Yeah. They were trying to do a throw. They were like, they came out in like the Limp Biscuit era, but tried to do the grunge, the, the 90s thing. Yeah. And, and they it, tried to be harder. Yeah. And it wasn't. I think they tried to do the uh, the stained 
stuff. And uh, Stain was a little bit more metalish. They had a little bit. They, uh, Stain was different. But that one band that Puddle did of uh, was just that did uh, know, not, not a fan, but a uh, fucking bad girlfriend. Now when they came out, uh, I don't know who they are. So you're, you're uh, talking about his girlfriend. He likes to he likes to eat her butt and fuck her and stuff. Oh, that like was that. part of a thing. Uh, a buck cherry. I don't know. No, I like Buck Cherry, <laughs> and I like Buck Cherry because I like uh, I, I like Josh. You know, Buck Cherry probably be one of those bands where live I wouldn't mind them. Like if they're on, life. that's fine. But like I'm not going out of my way for a Buck Cherry, and I no, I wouldn't. And, and their albums are always corny. Like, they're corny, corny. Uh, but I think uh, the lead singer's fucking cool dude, and and the and the musicians actually aren't bad. I saw them at the Crew Fest. They were opening up for Motley Crue and Poison. Yeah, and I, the first time I saw him live, I said, "Hey, those guys sound pretty pretty good." Live. Motley Crue's out there taking their new promo pictures with their new guitarist. I know he's the uh, he was in Manson for a long time, yeah. and he played with White Zombie. And who's gone? Mick like Mars. That. Yeah, Mars is guy. He can't tour anymore. He, he can't. He's, no. He looked a hundred when I saw him ten years no, ago. He has that disease, man. Yeah. He has some. I don't know how to fucking say, it, but we've talked about it before. Where basically his whole body is seizing up. And when we yeah, when rigid. we saw that, yeah, he was standing there playing his guitar, yeah. but he had like a little thing he, he was leaning on. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time he had a stand too for his guitar, so he wasn't really holding it yeah he was just going back and forth yeah and Dude, he could still rip a guitar oh he, he always but has. i think they've recently in the last couple years been having someone play behind the, the curtain we saw the person behind the curtain there was a guy behind the curtain now you'll have a lot of times you'll have that anyways and they're not playing for them they're adding the rhythm that's on the album yeah but, but they got a the rhythm thing. guitar because green day did that for years they had a guy that played behind the curtain and you still think a green day is a three-person thing but if you ever go see them live green day is a four-person thing so, now, who do you consider the lead guitar, Mick Mars or Nikki Six? Well, Nikki Six played bass. So, what do you mean? Oh, I'm the other guy. The, they had two guitars in Motley Crue. No, one. No, they had two. One. Oh, am I thinking of Poison? Then I'm thinking of Poison. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about Poison. But even Poison, C. C. I Deville, thought, C. C. Deville was the lead. Was the lead he was the lead. Uh, I yeah. forgot the other guy's name in Poison. Yeah. Um, when we saw them, uh, Tommy Lee still banged pretty hard. He sounded okay. I mean, he's a great he, drummer for what he does. Yeah, he's not technical, Very straightforward but he, 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 still did the, he still did the crazy stuff. He, he stick hits stuff hard, and, and you can yeah. twirl a fucking thing. Um, not only was uh, Mick Mars uh, leaning on something the whole time, there was a woman sitting behind him, supposed to be off stage. He couldn't see her, but from mm -hmm. our seats, he could, doing background vocals. A woman? A woman doing oh. background vocals in the back. I guess it probably sounds best with Vince Neil's shitty voice. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe she was she singing a, for Vince Neil. Maybe she had a scratchy voice. Maybe he was lip singing. Well, Nikki Six and Mick Mars did backup yeah. vocals, and so did Tommy. Actually, they all three sang backup. But well, because their backup vocals were always just like chants. Yeah, Shell yeah, yeah. out the devil. But what I'm saying is I don't think that Mick Mars even fucking approached the microphone. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it was in front of his face, so you, you couldn't well, think. Well, Mick Mars but. is also pretty old. He was always 10 years older than the other guys. In that band, he was significantly older than them. Yeah. Um. So, and they're old at this point, so he has to be super old. Mick Mars is probably in his 60s, 70s. You know, that's that guy probably, even if he had nothing wrong with him, shouldn't be on stage well, at this when age. I, when I went to Riverbend to see the Crew Fest, uh, it was Poison and, and Motley Crue. Um, he looked dead. Poison was better than them too, right? Live. Oh, they sounded great. Yeah. CeCe DeVille shreds. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. He's he 71 shreds. years old. McMars is yeah. So seventy. Yeah, but how old's uh, how old's uh, Tommy Lee? Tommy Lee, I believe sixty. I don't think so. I think he's in his late fifties. Man, I think Tommy Lee's. Uh, pretty I think good he's age. older than me. He was born in sixty-two. So he's sixty. 
Okay, so he is 60, yeah. And Nikki Six is probably the same age, and Vince Neal. They were all the about the age. same age, and McMars was like 10 years older. That yeah. was always their thing. I think, actually, Tommy was the youngest. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm confused, who was who played rhythm guitar in Poison? I, no one gives a shit on the I podcast. I do, though. I know, but... I just want to hear it. But anyway... Um, Poison sucked. They were cheesy, but they had good musicians. And you know what's funny? I watched uh, fucking C.C. Uh, DeVille. Mm-hmm play um rock and roll jeopardy he fucking owned it for a week nobody could touch him bobby doll bobby doll that was him yeah because ricky rocket was the drummer yeah and uh, brett michaels played guitar every once in a while he played acoustic guitar well and he'd pick a bit later nowadays he plays a lot more guitar but back then yeah he pretty much was just the singer bobby and, doll that was and the he guy would was bust singer. out the acoustic for every rose has a thorn but cc deville he shredded and uh they sounded good he, did. he was a fucking maniac yeah but even still today, like when uh, Brett Michaels goes out and tours, he mm-hmm. still wears that fucking headband because he's going bald. Oh, I've been going bald forever. I don't even know. You got a lot of money, dude. He Put probably, some hair in there. He probably is bald. <laughs> Put some hair in there. He's like Shawn Michaels. If you see Shawn Michaels these days, a WWE fan, oh, yeah, he he's looks bald. fucking ridiculous. His hair's falling out and he's still trying to do it. Hey, uh, do we got a little sexual advice? We do. All right, let's get it. It's going to be good, baby. Oh, there he is, our cocksmith. Sexual advice. It, now, look, I told you, at, at times I'll be doing sexual advice, and other times I'll be doing product reviews. Now, I, this is going to be my last one for a while, but I, I did try a, a, an interesting product. Um, uh, Bud Eater bought it. I didn't actually buy this one. Bud Eater bought it and brought it over, but I'm going to tell you all about it, and I'm going to give you a, a good fair warning. This was a, You've all seen a double dildo, right? You've all seen them. Well, this is a double string of anal beads. And you know me, I'm into them. So this is one long string. It's about a foot long. And the purpose of this is to each have them in your butt while you're screwing. Okay, as added pleasure, whatever. Well, we tried these. And let me tell you something. I fucked up, first of all. They were small beads. Now, as a, as a little fucking precursor to this, I don't like anything big in my butt. The beads have to be small. These were small, but they were vibrating anal beads. Okay, and, this, and the fucked up part for me is I gave her the little remote to control the fucking power on these things. Okay, so here's how, here's how it played out. I will send you a, a, a picture. I've asked her to give me a, a, the ad of where you can buy these. Like I say, they're about this long. There's three beads on each side, and they vibrate. So we uh, we put in the beads, and we started banging, having a good time. Well, she's got this thing, and she's got it on low, okay? And it feels really fucking weird to me, uh, this thing vibrating in my ass. I really didn't like it. Um, I don't even like the beads being up there. I only like it when they come out. That's the whole point of anal beads. When I'm getting ready to, to go, you pull them out slowly, and that's the fun. So these things are sitting up there, and she's got the control. And I guess women just have a high tolerance for vibration that men don't have because they use vibrators. Well, she started juicing it up a little bit, and she turns it up a little bit, and I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. It was a really weird feeling for me. Uh, I didn't like it. It it was very uncomfortable. Next thing you know, she's getting into it, and she cranks this thing up to almost full. Well, I had to stop. I'm like, 
Stop. Turn it down. Turn it down. This thing was shaking my guts up. Okay. I didn't like this at all. I had three beads inside of me, just like those fucking little uh, uh, things that women use, bullets. Yeah. I had three of those going full power inside my arse. Okay. I didn't like this. I was like, turn it off. Turn it off. And she wouldn't fucking lower it because she was like enjoying it. And I finally had to reach back and pull these beads out of my ass because it hurt. They weren't fun. It didn't feel good. It didn't stimulate my my fucking prostate. It fucking lit my whole body up. From the waist down, I couldn't feel anything. These were a bad toy. Bad toy. Bad toy. I didn't like them. So if you're ever going to buy vibrating anal beads, fellas, don't. I didn't like them on low. I certainly didn't like them on medium, and I hated them on high. It hurt. It swear to God, it felt like shit was rearranging in there. And besides the fact that it really made me have to shit, which killed the fucking mood anyway. Well, isn't that what it feels like anyways? It's like you have to shit even when it's not. When I do the beads normally with Bud Eater, and I call her Bud Eater as a term of endearment, but um, they're only up there for a minute, okay? They're only up there, and then you pull them out, and they're fine. These things were resting up there and fucking vibrating. <laughs> they weren't good. Don't ever, fellas, don't. Uh, if you like, if you're like me, and you like the occasional small thing in your ass, <laughs> don't let it be something that vibrates. It hurts. It's physically painful, and it's such a weird feeling because you can feel it everywhere, and it's just going. And I'm sitting there going, I need these things out of me, and I pulled them out. And we were done. We didn't finish. Well, I mean, it's... I lost my boner. <laughs> it physically was painful. I lost the boner and it was not coming back. Ever? It was it would have come back in an hour or so, but that's not our style. Our style is uh we're done. Okay, see ya. That's our style. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of Jason's mom. <laughs> she don't believe you. She, she my mom thinks this story is made up. I'm going to send your mom videos. I'm sure she'd enjoy <laughs> give this. Give me give me her fucking Text message address and no, I'll, I'll pass. But uh, either but way, it, it, don't don't put anything vibrating in your butt, fellas. It's not a good thing. It doesn't end well. Uh, I don't. No man can have the tolerance for even the low setting. It was very uncomfortable. I didn't like it. It killed any sexual urges I had for the remainder of the evening. Okay. Well, just do me a favor. Next time we have this uh, sexual advice, let's try to leave mom out of it because it kind of makes it weird for me i don't want to hear you talking about vibrating <laughs> anal beads and then mention my mother in the same little segment it just hurts my feeling and it's weird that your mom it, it, weirds my, it weirds me out that my mother listens to the show while you talk about you know vibrating anal beads you know what i am not a whole lot younger than your mom no no not really not a lot we know i've been telling you old forever and she's old so yeah but the whole point sense. is fellas stay away from vibration vibration and man enjoyment doesn't go hand in my hand. mom is no my mom is exactly 20 years older than me so uh oh so she is I'm, older than i'm me. 42 she's 62 only by four years bud five, five years five five years is not a lot well five years you're is closer to her than you're closer to me yeah for sure but so. um and those fellas that buy the or vibrating cock rings vibrating and man don't mix okay they don't we need friction to enjoy women need vibration to get off well, let's ask uh, one of the gays. They might disagree. I, I bet know. you. Oh, let's ask some of our gay friends, and I guarantee none of them put vibrating stuff in their butts. I don't have any gay friends that I can talk about gay sex with. All right, I have some gay friends, but not, none that were on the level where I'm talking about things in their butt. 
Okay. I, think, I think it would get awkward. You know what I mean? I don't have any close gay friends. Well, then how about this? I, any, did, I did have one. He's dead. So, you know. If you guys, or I'm sure none of you are gay, uh, you wouldn't really appreciate this this kind of humor. But if you have a friend who's gay, ask them. Have you ever put anything vibrating up your butt? It's going to be a big a big no, I'm thinking. You think so? It hurts. I know. It, it's not not well, just. Well, they're, they're, they're more adjusted than you are back there, too. Yeah, but that's different. It, it's a different kind. There's nothing enjoyable about it. When you put a normal set of anal beads, you're like, oh, this is kind of uncomfortable. And when they come out, everything's good in the world. Ah! That's one of those questions that would like answered that I don't know if anyone's ever asked because it's a weird fucking question. And. And I'm not a doctor, obviously. But we know that the vagina bounces back. You yeah. Know, it has kids. It does whatever. And this goes for guys and girls, I guess. But either way, we know the vagina bounces back. It's a muscle, blah, blah, blah. Does the butthole bounce back? If you have a whole lifetime, let's say you started having sex, gay sex, where a woman just likes it in the butt at age 20. And you, let's say you had sex once a week, twice a week for fucking 40, 50 years. Is that butthole... Did that bounce back, or is this a floppy instrument at this point? You've seen gaping buttholes. I've seen gaping buttholes, but they do bounce back in the moment. I'm saying in a, as a whole, and that's just the whole of them. I'm talking about the, you know, the first six inches or so. There is that. I, I bet is that you they do. I, I don't bet know. You they do. I, I would think they do because it's just a big muscle. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess the butthole is a muscle. So, All so right. I think it would probably bounce back unless you're partner happens to have a fucking dick on him about this big around mm-hmm. you know maybe then it wouldn't bounce back as much but Fair i think enough. the i think the average penis would make it bounce back yeah and i'm not talking about just having some gay sex one weekend and your butthole's gonna be ruined the rest of your life i'm talking about someone that's put in 50 years of hardcore fucking getting rammed uh and you know no shame to that if you if that's your thing enjoy getting rammed for 50 years but does it have an effect on your asshole? Well, I will tell you this. Butt eater, uh, even though we don't have butt sex and this is probably the often. Dumbest conversation. It's ever. not my cra- my favorite thing, really. Yeah. Um, her and her ex were big butthole players. Mm-hmm. And uh, hers is, you know, snare drum tight. Okay. So hers hey, bounced back. Good for buttholes. Yeah. I love buttholes. But, fellas, stay away from anything. Wait, wait, let's get back here. Her and her ex were hardcore anal people. That was just She liked thing. anal. No, no, they did both, but she liked anal. She uh-huh. did, he, not a whole lot of coercion needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you feel like going to the butt? Yeah, bring it on. Yeah, but you don't. You and her don't have anal a lot. No, it's not my thing. Okay, because it's not your thing. No, it's not my thing. So I'm not crazy it? about it. Um, uh, she has a couple times, and I've given it to her. Yeah. But no, she doesn't ask for it much. Uh, uh, it's just not my thing. Well, yeah, I get it. It's not as good. No, it doesn't feel nearly as good. <laughs> it's not. It's not like good. I said, the only thing I enjoy about it is that you can walk by and I can say, "How's it in your ass?" Yeah, you it's know, more, it's more of a sex toy. Yeah, than it is an actual. But I don't have to be in there twice. Once is enough. I can still say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? After the one. Yeah, but uh, no, but butt stuff is not my thing, except eating it. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, but not vibrating anal beads. Oh no, uh, never again. Well, oh. anything that makes it that moves, go in my butt hole. Ever. So, no, that's my sex advice. But if you're queer and you want to tell us about it, uh, please do, because uh, we're... I always wonder. And we're very tolerant, I'll, accepting people. I don't give a fuck. I just have questions. <clears throat> hey, I got a marijuana question. Okay. Okay, here's a marijuana question, and you might know because you used to smoke it. Yeah. I used um, to. When I was a kid, okay, when I was a teenager, whatever, and Pop <clears throat> was out there, now, we always smoked the cheap Mexican stuff. We didn't know the different grades of weed and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is it that pot today 
is just so much more fucking powerful than it was. It's a plant. Really, how can you really change the fucking plant are you that much? Me? What do you mean? What, what do you mean how that, they change the plants? The what? bananas are that, that were apples fucking softball size when you were a kid? Everything gets better. All plants do. Everything gets My better. My whole point is... When I was a kid and I would smoke joints with a friend, I mm -hmm. smoked the whole fucking thing and I was fine. Now, literally, one hit of the wrong stuff and I'm in a coma. Yeah. My question is, is it just go from, this is a real fucking scientific question. Does this just go from, hey, if we mix this one with this, cross-pollinate this and this, yeah. it'll give us more and then yes. we cross-pollinate that with this. Is that yeah. how it worked yes. over the fucking years? That's exactly how it worked. And not only that, but... You got to remember, like when you were younger, and even when I was younger, the the weed that we were smoking was Mexican weed. It was weed that was made out in the big field, not tended to at all. You know, just what grows grows. We pick it, we we do everything, and it still got all the fucking seeds in it and everything else because no one separated the males and females because it was just thrown out there. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> that was the weed we smoked back in the day, and that weed, if you did it that way nowadays, would also, regardless of the seeds, still come out not as good. It would come out shittier. And then the way they packaged and everything else made it brick. Um, nowadays, weed's not really grown like that. It's more individually grown. So the, some, the person that's doing is really fucking taking care of it. You're not just throwing seeds in a field and walking away and coming back in three months. All right. Now you're every day doing something different, putting a different kind of treatment on it, uh, airing the room out differently, making sure there's no bugs, separating the females and males to make sure there's no seeds. Uh, curing it a different way. There's so many little things that they do nowadays by just taking better care of the plant itself that made it better. And then the cross-pollination and, and creating new strains and everything else. You combine the OG Kush with the lemon piper and you get this, you know, and so that's that's how it gets. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I seen some at the dispensary the other day that was 36% THC. Now, the weed that you used to smoke as a kid was probably close to 12, 13 on its best day percent thc right. all right the good weed for the longest time and still to this day and most of the shit you're getting at the dispensary is anywhere between 18 and 23 24 you know 24 is pretty high 36 is fucking stupid all right that's like one hit of that 36 would probably put me out to sleep for the night probably i didn't see i no, it was an indica so yeah it would have yeah one hit would have been enough for you and i didn't buy it because it's too expensive hit. They also wanted 170 bucks for it for a half bag. I'm not paying that. But, um, yeah, it, it's crazy the, the how high they've made it. Now, you don't see that one a lot. In fact, you don't see over 30% very often. But you do see it. And I think in different states, you probably see it a lot more than Ohio because Ohio. Yeah, but isn't it, it at that high a level, wouldn't it be worth the money? Because you only have to hit once and you're good instead of hitting it three or four times. For you. I mean, most most potheads, it's, a, it's tradition. Or not tradition, but it's. You know, you sit down, you smoke a bowl. It doesn't matter what kind of weed it is. You're going to smoke right, well, a bowl. That was a big question for me because I remember the last time I did smoke it. It literally puts me out. Yeah, but it's just like anything else. I mean, if you looked at a watermelon now compared to a watermelon in the 50s, they don't look the same anymore. No. You know what I mean? All, the way that we've grown it, the the little things that they can do, the chemically enhancing it shit that goes on everywhere. Uh, you know, all vegetables, all produce and, and plants in general are a lot better than they used to be yeah or they can make them a lot stronger a lot bigger a lot thicker whatever and, and weeds no different than those i just i guess i don't understand the growing policy or anything like that but i just know now that weed is just growing complicated evil. too i mean like i said you can even the the difference between you could take the same seed and give two different growers that and come up with 
products that are one is significantly better than the other just on the whole process and how everything they did it's it's complicated shit really to be really good at it it's, really? it's a it's a real skill it's not like you know i, I don't think a lot of farming is my brother-in-law used to grow weed yeah. in his closet yeah you open it up and it was fucking red lights everywhere mm-hmm. and yeah he, and you can grow weed i mean it's not a hard thing to do to grow a decent bush or something like that but they get that high quality shit there's a skill to it man well, and there's a lot I'm, of different I'm things, sure that, is, and there's a lot of different things that you need to do. There's different ways to cut it at different times that you have to know how to do. And there's people that make their own strains by combining plants and shit. I mean, that's it's interesting. I just don't understand how you combine a plant. It comes from a seed, man. We can take one seed and jam another seed you into take, it. You take the two plants, and then once they get a little seedling or whatever, you cut one side and put it into that, and they grow together. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's the basis as how to do it, and then yeah. it becomes one. And then the seed it produces is going to make a different weed. Yeah. Uh, now you got a combination of the two. Uh, you know, and a lot of time it can take, you know, just like a, a mom and a dad, it can take more after its dad than its mom or something like that, but you're going to get a combination of the yeah, two. Yeah, I get it now, but uh, and, and then you it, give it's very new name, over my like, head. OG Skywalker Christ or something, and you got a bunch of stoners. Going, hey, what do you think yeah, about man. these mushroom candy bars that are going around? You can actually, I got a website where you can buy them. How the fuck is somebody online selling psilocybin I'm not mushrooms? Sure, I believe it. Well, it says psilocybin in it, I'm and sure I've talked to it. several people who have eaten them yeah. and said that they trip balls. Yeah, well, there's a lot of different things that can make you trip balls. I'm scared of taking anything off the internet. I would be too. You know what I mean? Like that's just me. I, if I'm gonna do mushrooms, I want to do them. I want to see a mushroom. I want to eat it. It's gonna yeah. taste like shit. I'll cover it in a little peanut butter. But I know what I'm getting. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big edible dude as far as marijuana is concerned. More or less fucking mushrooms. I ain't fucking around with that. I ain't trying to take a fucking heroic dose on a Tuesday when I'm just supposed to get a little buzz. A hero dose. <laughs> you know, that's a uh, seven grams or more. It's a yeah. heroic dose of yeah. mushrooms. You do seven grams of mushrooms, and especially if they're decent mushrooms. See you over the weekend. You know, you're going for the weekend. Well, you're not going for the weekend, but your next six, seven hours are not going to make any sense to anyone, no. including yourself. No. So, and I'll hard pass on that, all right? I'm way past that age. <sighs> is that what a hero dose is, seven grams? That's, yeah, I just thought of, it meant a really big dose. Well, it, it is, but seven grams is a big dose. That's a good starter <laughs> yeah. big dose. That's a quarter bag of mushrooms. Last time I did them, I think we shared three grams. With how many people? Two. Okay. If you barely ever do them, maybe a gram and a half is fine. Yeah. I, I'd recommend right around two or so, like right around that, if you want to get something out of it. Uh, oh, I got something if you, out of it. If you want a good, good trip, maybe three and a half, you know, maybe take the whole eighth. But that's strong. That's a strong trip. <laughs> but seven? No. Pass. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's, I just don't trust edibles. I don't trust the mushroom ones either. It's like, how am I supposed to know some fucking asshole made a chocolate bar and mixed it properly? And then all the fucking shit's not combined up in one little square at the end. And you, it you, could think, be. you think you're just taking a little nibble. Like next Gary thing, Rogers brownies. Yeah, and next thing you know, you're fucking talking to Jesus in a closet. Like, I'm not interested. <laughs> Gary Rogers needs to fucking mix his brownie mix better. Because every time that fucker makes them, I have a little square. And I think just, that's all where it is. You just don't have a tolerance, bud. I mean, Gary's, Gary's brownies aren't even that good. But why wouldn't I have a tolerance? My blood alcohol content when I party is fucking through the roof. But you've been drinking alcohol your whole life. It's in the bloodstream. But I've smoked enough to where no, I should have not, some not tolerance. to have a tolerance, and some people have more of a tolerance than others in general. But you just don't have a good tolerance to it. That's all there is to it. Like uh, your 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 weed tolerance is ridiculous. It is. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can do ten milligrams of edibles and be all right. Okay, and that's good. Yeah. And that's a lower lowish dose, but it's a decent dose for someone yeah, that don't I, do I can't it that go much. 15. You can't do fifteen. See, I start at twenty. 
There you see, I start. I always used to do 12 and a half because that's the edibles I used to buy were 12 and a half squares. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, okay, 12 and a half is good. It was a little strong for me. So then I, when I knocked it down to 10, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where I need to be. Yeah, I, I start at 20, but I don't, again, I don't do them very often. So, yeah. but my, my tolerance is pretty high after fucking 30 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but you don't do it anymore. I, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, 30 years every day. You, you build a tolerance. Yeah, you think? Yeah. So today I'm driving my son to school. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really pissed me off. Because oh, he hates your singing. He hates my singing. And I was sitting there, you know, I just had the radio on and mm-hmm. a Queen tune came on because he likes Queen. And uh, I turned it up. I started singing. And he turns to me, this little 10-year-old angel of mine, and he says, Dad, please stop singing. You sound like somebody's kicking an infant. <laughs> It really hurt my feelings. Yeah, that's a that's a strong insult too. For, from a ten year old, kicking an infant, kicking an infant. I don't know where he came up with it. Yeah, but I was sitting there going, "Is it really that bad?" And I figure, you know, your son who loves you would say, "No, it's not that bad. You just got to you know sing it too loud." And he went, "Yeah, it's really that bad." What's the what song was it? You said it was Queen. Yeah, it was um, somebody to love. All right, that's a hard song to sing. Yeah. <laughs> he probably shouldn't be singing. It probably did sound like him kicking the infant. And it, it was the acapella part, yeah. you know, at the very end. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I was sitting there and I, I, I guess I tried to pull off the falsetto that he does at the end. I tried. Yeah. But the whole point is, even if I'm really bad, give me something. Yeah. Come on. Come on, kid. Yeah. Kicking an infant. I mean, that's pretty insulting. Hey, let's you sing it, you little fuck. You know, yeah. Maybe I, you should pop that out. His, his voice probably actually sounds better than mine. But the whole point is, <laughs> There's no need to be that insulting for no fucking reason. Kane was really in the Queen for a little while. Now he's completely out of Queen. He's pretty much just in the rap music. Is he? That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's really in the Fat Joe recently for whatever fucking reason. I like Fat Joe. Uh, it's, yeah, but it's a funny thing for a seven-year-old to listen to yeah, nowadays. Yeah, big in the 90s. Yeah, yeah uh, nowadays. Yeah. And, and he, not even like, like, he was big in the 90s, but he was still like a side player. He, was not, he wasn't Jay-Z. You know, he wasn't DMX. He was like Fat Joe. Yeah, he's here a little Joe. bit. Uh, it's not was, the same. So it's funny for him to get in a Fat Joe. And, and somebody named Suicide Boy. Which I don't like because Suicide Boy doesn't sound like something a seven-year-old should listen to. And the I only song that I've ever seen is Kill Yourself. And it's Kill Yourself Part 1, 2, and 3. There's three Kill Yourself songs by Suicide and Boy. And he's jamming out to it? He fucking loves it. I Every time I'll turn on my uh, my Spotify because we share Spotify so it puts on the last song he listened to, that shit's on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I haven't actually heard him ask for it because usually he's like, Alexa, play Fat Joe, play Snoop Dogg, shit yeah. like that. I've never heard him say Alexa plays Suicide Boy. But well, he, he likes Snoop and like Fat it. Joe. I kind of like that. I mean, I like Yeah, hey, I don't mind that stuff. Uh, you know, outside of him saying the N-word, I don't mind him listening to that kind of rap music. Yeah. when you. But I don't know about Suicide Boy. I don't know nothing about him, though. I, I didn't listen to one song. I just don't like the names for a, for <laughs> no, a little I kid. Like I, I, should we be talking about suicide at age now, seven? Now, what if he went on there and you heard Alexa play Island Boys? Would you stop him and immediately punish him like those island boys? Those two little white kids with the with crazy the hair? hair and the tattooed faces no, that think they can no, sing. No, because he's seven. So I expect him to listen to corny shit. So it's kind of cool if he doesn't listen to corny shit. But when he does, and every so often, you know, he's still in the little Nas X and shit like that. Yeah. I can't get mad. He's seven. I mean, you know, that, they like shitty stuff. I like yeah. shitty stuff when I was seven. I'm sure he's in second grade. Second grade is when I remember really taking the music. And for me in second grade, it was DJ Jazzy Jeff, Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So we, we it was had good that. stuff back then. White Snake. I was huge into White Snake. Guns N' Roses. Appetite came out that year. So I was big into Guns N' Roses, White Snake, uh, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. 
and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. That was my start at music. I really, really getting into it. Like when I was young, young, like five, I was really into like Michael Jackson you're, and you're Billy Joel. You were like parents just don't understand going, oh, dude, I love that song. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I think I can beat Mike Tyson. Yeah. Great jam. Uh, what else did he have? Uh, Nightmare- Will Smith, I thought Will Smith was a talented rapper. Nightmare on My Street. That was a great uh, album about the Freddy coming oh, to the yeah, street. Yeah. Like he had a bunch of jams, dude. For but it was young kid rap, so it yeah. made sense for my age rack. You so, know that when that, I, by the way, when that album came <laughs> out and Will Smith was popping into the rap scene, they say he was a real fucking asshole. He would go to like rap battles and beat people up and punch people and shit like that. Will Smith punched people. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, we all know it's in him. Now we do. But uh, apparently, back then, yeah, he was a dick. He was a uh, like. Police were looking for him and stuff. He would go to these little rap clubs and whatever. I can't see it. I, I, I couldn't can't either. see it. Where'd you hear because that? Because it was on. Uh, uh, I watched it on YouTube. It was oh. a video about uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Where are they now? Kind of thing. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I refuse but, to believe uh, it. But when they showed him back then, mm-hmm. man, he was a beanpole. He yeah, was so been, fucking skinny. He's been skinny for a long time. Yeah, it's, and now he's ripped. And so it's like you know he couldn't beat up anybody. We got to get to this. <laughs> All right, my name your price uh, goes along with my asshole this week. Uh, I'm so pissed about this. this <laughs> Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift thing. How much would I pay to see Taylor Swift? No, you have to go on her entire tour, uh, going to every show that she plays this entire year. And um, sometimes you'd be in the front row, sometimes you'd be in the middle, sometimes you'd be in the nosebleeds. But you have to travel on your own dime, your own car, driving. You, tickets are free. But you have to go to every Taylor Swift show for the entire year. Name your price. So I have to. I'm, I'm getting paid. Basically, my job is to go see Taylor Swift. Yeah, every every day. day. Where am I at? Where are you at? I mean, like, uh, where am I sitting? Well, sometimes you're in the front. Sometimes you're in the middle. Sometimes you're in the nosebleed. Never do I have to pay for my own tickets. You don't have to pay for your tickets, but you do have to, uh, and you don't have to pay for your parking. Okay. But you do have to drive yourself to every venue. And pay for? Snacks, food. Hotel? Uh, no, let's say your hotel's included. You just have to stomach that god-awful music every day of your life while sitting in traffic for three hours to get to your hotel and then driving on to the next city. You have, And you have to sit there and fucking listen to that fucking blood-curdling voice. She's a bad one. Every fucking day. She's definitely a bad one. I broke up with my boyfriend. My boyfriend's a dick. Girls are great. I broke up with my boyfriend. John Mayer took advantage of me. Yeah. He was 29. I was 19. Yeah. And yeah, then there yeah, was the Kanye yeah. thing, and Kanye disrespected me. Oh, how dare he? But my boyfriend, I thought, was going to stand up for me, but then he disrespected me and broke up with me. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal fingered me when I was 13. Every day. You have to listen to this bullshit yeah. from this pirate. And be around fans. Yeah. People that really love her are going to be screaming and you're the sitting whole right time. The, right amongst them. And you don't get to take anyone with you. All you're right. going alone. And I'm going to get a price, uh, and it's not going to be unreasonable because that's that's dumb. But this is reasonable to me. I'll do it for 100 k 100 k 100 k for a year. I, I make 100000 to tour the country with Taylor Swift. Not with her, but, you know, watch. Go to every city every she's show. at. And pay for my own food and stuff like that and getting around, but I got the hotel for free. So Okay, now you're not allowed some... to like throw some headphones on and listen to what you like. You have no, to no, sit no, there. No, no, no. I'm there and I'm there and listen to that. That's my job. Yeah. That's my job. But good news is I'm only working a couple hours a day. 
You know, Taylor Swift don't play forever. She's, no, but you're she's you're, not Bruce Springsteen. You're she two hours three in hour traffic show. getting there, and you're three hours getting out. Well, is going to add to your day. You're going to work eight hour days. Uh, you're going to sit in fucking traffic. I'm dude. getting hotels, man. I'm going to be live. I'm going to be around the venue at least. I'm not going to be that far. It's not like I'm getting the, the airport hotels. Yeah, but you've seen the traffic at a Bengals game. It's fucking. You sit there, man. Yeah, but if yeah. I can walk to Fish Street and be at the hotel, I can be there in 15 minutes. All right. Well, that's not going to be the case everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, Yours is a hundred grand. Mine is higher. Mine's higher if I got to sit in traffic. I have disdain for this woman. So do I. Her music, her fans. I, I'm friends with some of her fans, I'm sure. But something's wrong with you. I mean, I think you're going <laughs> to screw loose if you're going to pay that kind of money to see that bitch. Uh, I'm going with 200K. 200,000. 200,000 because I'm adding to the price the fact that I don't get to see my kids for a whole fucking year. Oh, I didn't think about that one. And I'm going to sit there and li- and this music makes my blood boil. I hate it. It's so fucking bubblegummy. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And now I hate her with a fucking passion. I hated her a month ago when I did the Amsterdam thing. So you're going to see your kids, though. When? Well, Taylor Swift don't play every night. No, but, uh, okay, let's say I'm in fucking Albuquerque, New Mexico, and she's not playing for two days. Am I going to drive home? You're going to fly home. going to fly home. Yeah, yeah. For one day. Yeah, I would. You'd fly home for one day. You'd be more than a day. She probably only plays the weekends. You're probably home from Monday through Friday. You got a weekend job, basically. Uh, if you look at her schedule, man, I bet you she plays Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. I'm looking. And I bet you, it, or, or she only plays a couple weeks at a time, and then there's like four or five months off. All right. If you're just doing her tour schedule, then that's it's not that bad. Okay. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, so your weekends. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, she's all weekends, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, that's the way those rich people do that shit. They ain't working barely on the week. Like, they, they're going to go out. They're going to go on the weekend. They're going to make fucking, well, her. She's going to make $50 yeah, million dollars not, every weekend. not one day that's not Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, they're not typical Oh, here's us. a Tuesday. Okay. Man. And a Wednesday. That's probably some kind of crazy venue or a different country. Yeah, but, no, that's uh, Inglewood, California, SoFi Stadium. Okay, SoFi Stadium. Yeah, SoFi Stadium, that place, what, holds 100000 And L.A. prices are going to be a lot more than Cincinnati prices. Oh, my prices. God, that's what I'm looking at. That's a... Uh, nosebleeders at SoFi Stadium. $625. All right. For the bleeders. Well, you remember they did the Super Bowl thing, and a lot of people got stuck on that money because not yeah. that many people really wanted to pay to go out there and do that. No one really gave a shit about it in yeah. L.A. All right, but I've got no respect for the bitch whatsoever. So, uh, anyway, I'm Fuck going two hundred grand. Because I really, it would really be hard for me to sit through that every night. It mm-hmm. really, truly would. It would be hard for me to sit through a band that I liked every single night and hear the same set and the same comments in between tunes and all that and hear this fucking whole row with me who doesn't have any pubic hair yet screaming, I love you! Fuck, that would drive me nuts. I want to fucking, it'd be like, I guarantee I'll, at one venue, I'll look down and there'll be Harry Guy. I just found out that Bogarts isn't giving refunds for these tickets because they're rescheduled. They should still give fucking refunds. Yeah, I was supposed to go to the Menziger show tonight, and it got canceled and, and moved to January 6th, which kind of sucks for me because it's my wife's birthday. Um, and I have to get off another Friday that I probably wouldn't have got off otherwise. So that might be a pain in the ass at work where I'm going to have to take a fucking point. But either way, I'm going to make sure I go to this concert. But for other people that can't do it, like it's kind of fucked up. The venue's it not going to give you a refund. Yeah, That's real fucked up. 
Well, they're um, going to say it's not our fault that one of them got sick. Yeah, fuck Bogarts, though. Fuck Live Nation, really, because Bogarts is just an arm of Live Nation. They don't make decisions on their own at Bogarts. Right. It's a Live Nation policy. And like Ticketmaster, Live Nations can suck all the dicks in the world. They're also ruining the concert industry. They are. All these motherfuckers. So, these it, motherfuckers. Like I said, it just pisses me off. Um, hey. What? Found a new porn I like. Oh, yeah? What is it? Oh, God. Try this. <laughs> you have to search around to find a real one. That's mm -hmm. not, you know, I like the amateur porn like you do. Chick on chick massages that turn happy ending. These are hot. These fucking soccer moms show up to get a massage. Mm -hmm. Okay? And they're getting massaged. Oh, everything's normal. Oh, and then, ooh, brushed against it. And you give a little, uh, and next thing you know, it's fucking doing this and this, and th it's fucking hot. I couldn't tell you the last time I got off of lesbian porn. I'm not a big lesbian porn guy either. Yeah. I need the cookie. I need that dong going in and out. But <laughs> yeah, this was hot. Because yeah, these women don't go in there expecting this. It's the gayest submission by a straight guy ever, but I need a dick in my porn. Most guys do. Yeah, but it's for the fantasy thing. You're it not, is, you're not because you want it to be dick. you. Yeah, yeah. That, that dick's not his. We share dicks. When we watch porn, we're sharing dicks with some of them. We're, that's not his dick. I don't yeah. care about his dick. But that's my dick that's in that my picture. my dick yeah. in there, right. <laughs> but the, the lesbian massage thing, very hot. Soccer mom goes in there. My back's hurting. The kids are driving me crazy. Here's a little back rub. Next thing you know, you, you ooh, like I brushed story. against the nipple. I like the fantasy. I know. He liked the okay. story of it. And maybe they are fucking all staged. Who knows? Maybe I didn't 100%. find a real. But I'm looking for the ones that don't look like real actresses. Yeah, yeah. And, and the ones that look like it's actually a hidden camera in there. Um, but when she, uh, okay, I'm rubbing your butt, big muscle in your butt. Oop, touched it a little bit. And you went, uh. next thing you know, I'm eating your butt. It's just hot. My favorite porn site kind of got ruined for me this week because they get harder and harder to find for one thing. Girls do porn. Yeah, because people take them down. But this week I watched a podcast that one of the girls did, uh, and that <laughs> didn't sound good, man. Let me tell they're you, like, they're like blocking doors and not letting this bitch out. She's crying. It's like, oh, that's full blown rape. The guy that ran Girls Do Porn. Hey, he's still on the most wanted list. The top ten most yeah. wanted FBI list. Yeah, a lot of these were fucking underage girls. No, 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 not underage. There was no underage. I heard 16, 17 in some See, cases. I didn't hear that. And I was also, they also said on this thing, unable to leave. Yeah, I've they heard kidnapped that. them. I've heard that. Uh, I've they, heard that, that as soon as they start, they start blocking the doors and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And that the, these shoots are like nine hours long. And these girls, you know, no one's can stay wet and stuff for nine hours. So at yeah. some point, that's going to hurt. So no, these guys don't have little dicks either, you know. That's rape. And, it, and, and it's the, hard fucking. And they lied to all of them. Now, I knew that for a while. So you didn't hear the underage thing? No, I've never heard the underage thing. And that, okay, well, that, that makes me know I'll never look at them because now I'm afraid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's gross. Um, and, and most of those girls don't look like teenagers. They look like chicks in their 20s. Yeah, they least. do. I think maybe they made some attempts to get some underage girls. But I, I always knew. Well, I didn't always know. But I've, I've known for a while now that they lied to these chicks and told them that they were it was porn getting sold to a private investor in Australia and they were never going to be released to anybody but this mega rich fucking pervert apparently in australia that collects fuck videos yeah that's what they were all told and then <laughs> the next thing that they're on the internet which is that's bad i, I get that that's a, that's probably that's an awful thing to do to someone but it's not like rapey okay now the name, rapey part i i can't get down his with name that. is michael james pratt yeah okay his charges that he's wanted on by the fbi are conspiracy to commit sex trafficking by force fraud and coercion Production of child pornography, yeah, sex trafficking issue. of a minor by force, sex sex trafficking by force, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, yeah, he was making child pornography. Ugh. 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 
Well, I hope I didn't jerk off to that one. What are you going to do? Well, <laughs> he can't turn the jerk back time on. No, and that uh, was but, and that was a nor. Uh, you know, as far as getting. It never got flagged at the time for like being child porn or anything. It was no, on the no. regular internet. Was, they, all the girls are hot as fuck. I mean, yeah. they're like it's a great porn. Yeah, but it turns Good production. out production. You you never seen those girls. Well, there was like three or four that you seen on other porn, but for the most part, those were the only time yeah. you would ever see those. girls. Apparently, what he was doing is offering them modeling jobs and all that when they got there. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you're stuck here. You're gonna fuck these eight guys, and yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. It's fucked up. Yeah, no, it's super fucked up. To make I, the FBI ten most wanted list, yeah. you're a fucking creep. Yeah, it's it's finally turned me off. I've been I've been on the search all week for some better stuff. Lesbian massage porn is good. Not interested. Dude. Oh, it's hot. Not interested. You got to fuck you this week because I know you got to get yeah. out here. I gotta fuck you. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, There's a guy at work. A guy that I cross paths with Fuck at someone work. I work with. Uh, I, I, you know, we won't, of course, tell you where we work, but um, there was four or five people playing. Um, three black guys, two white guys. Uh, one of the black guys playing had constantly been throwing in all of his bets late and taking shots, and you know, we know the type. We all know the type. Yeah. But I know bet him the one time when it hit. Of course. The white guy next to him called me a racist. So I'm saying fuck you to that guy. I don't think a white guy's allowed to, by proxy, call you a racist on behalf of the guy that he doesn't fucking know. What do you mean? That's the majority. I realize that, but I still don't agree with it. Yeah. You're fucking racist, man. Now, I've Wait, been- hold on a second. Have you not... This guy's sitting there watching what this guy's been doing. He's been watching him take shots and fucking try to steal money. Mm-hmm. But the minute I say no bet and we would have owed him $75, I'm a fucking racist. Yeah, you can take my white guy. Take his five dollar own, shove it up his ass. Correct. Um, the and, wager is correct. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I get called racist. I went through a you know when I start this job when I was uh, thirty two years old. I went through thirty two years of maybe getting called racist once. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe once. I don't even know if I got called racist once in thirty two years. The last ten years, I've been called racist weekly. Yeah, at least 30 times a year. Yeah. At least 30 times a year. So probably three hundred, about 300 times I've been called a racist since I've started my job. But at least you're being called racist by blacks or Hispanics? I or, think almost all the time it has been by the minority that's Not by the fucking lawyer no, white guy who's standing next to him. No, I don't think I've ever been called racist by a white guy. I was. Yeah, that's... Fuck you. That's a weird one. Uh, were, were they joking? No, no. He goes, that's, that's pretty racist, man. That's some racist shit. <laughs> Well, you got to stop being racist then, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. That's that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know your name. Um, you were uh, not knowing your name, but you, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. And you know what the worst part about it is? He looked like the most cream cheese carved motherfucker. Mm-hmm. These black guys wouldn't have liked him if he handed them money. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was a dork. You looked at him and said, oh, I don't want anything to do with this fucking creepy dad guy. Well, they would have liked him if he handed them money. But otherwise, they would have liked him until the money was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either he was, way, he was not a likable person. I get what you're saying. You know, he had on the fucking the the really the fucking button down Oxford shirt and the fucking crease down the front of his slacks. Mm-hmm. You're racist. Fuck you. My fuck you, and this doesn't have to do with my work, but I'm just gonna go in general. Anyone that works as security. All right. Anyone. Anyone that works in security. You guys aren't cops. 
every security guard everywhere in the world is like a wannabe cop, basically. It's <laughs> like someone them, yeah. that couldn't make it as a cop or ex-cops that are now security guards as like a part-time job so yeah. they don't get shot at kind of thing. You know what I mean? So there are a few, I guess, that, are, that aren't bad. But for the most part, these are like the slow kids at school that couldn't quite. They were too dumb to be cops. Yeah. All right. And that's pretty dumb because there's a lot of dumb fucking cops out there. All right. And they couldn't even fucking pull that off. And now they're security guards making... 18, 19 bucks an hour if they're lucky. At that's, least that's, when we were kids, those security guards were big dudes. Now they're hairy guy size. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They're all a bunch of fucking nerds. Or Hello, I'm Officer Dilly. You need to fucking clear this area real fast. These little tiny fucking guys. Yeah, uh, I'm going. Fuck all security guards, though. You all think you're tough. You're all a bunch of nerds. Uh, I'm not impressed. Uh, go be a cop. If they you do have handcuffs real... and sometimes pepper spray. Some. They it depends on where you're at. They can get you. Uh, but, you know, it's the fucking mall cop is famous for it. You yeah. know, everybody knows the mall cop, but the, the mall cops are everywhere. Yeah. All right. The mall cops are at the, at the casinos. The mall cops are, you know, at the Kroger's late at night or some shit like that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> your little badge shown into your shirt. You <laughs> nerd. You fucking dork. All right. That's it. You're <laughs> just trying to, you know, fucking take care of their family that's fine if they shut their fucking mouth and just sit there that's fine i have no problem with them but in general we know the type of people that take yeah. those jobs aren't those kind of people we call them rent-a-cops yes they're all mall cops or rent-a-cops rent-a-pigs if you want to be a real asshole but either way fuck them all right that's it this week fuck security guards um fuck taylor swift a big giant uh, fuck you fuck ticket master fuck live nation fuck most things um uh, but outside fuck, of that, fuck vibrating anal toys. <laughs> vibrating anal toys are not for Chris. They're, they're not for any man. I'm uh, telling you. If you're a dude out there and you like something vibrating your asshole, let me know. I got a feeling I'll probably get a text from Ryan sometimes this week. All right. Until next week. Even though, Ryan wouldn't like it. Yeah, probably not. Not vibrating. Uh, I'm telling you, it rearranges your guts, man. It, everything in there was shaking. I thought there's you no realize way. You don't have no guts in your asshole. I realize this, but there's a, a sphincter in there. There's a colon in there. Mm-hmm. If it gets high enough, you're going to touch the intestines a little bit. There's guts. Hey, I don't want it in my ass. So I'm with you as far as that's concerned. Yeah. I, I only want small stuff in there that doesn't vibrate. <laughs> you can kind of fuck off now. Please subscribe and share. Fuck off. Fuck off.